This is my friend's place on the BGOT LP Gainesville.
something else around the bend. Oh, ain't it so hard to live? But you know I have to wait till I reach that golden stage. Till I reach. Stay.
Okay, that is Fortet uh, with three drums, and you're listening to my friend's place right here on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, in the warm-up mix, you had Daniel Avery going so low. After that, it was a new remix of a Crosses song called Day One uh, from Machine Drum. Uh, after that, you had No Worries, which is a supergroup featuring Anderson Pack and Knowledge. The song title is Daydreaming. Uh, then after that, kind of kept that 70s uh, groove going with a new one from Logan Ledger called Golden State. Uh, then, speaking of the 70s and funk, probably the best uh, person working right now in uh, all of music at Thundercat, teaming up with Tame Impala, and that is No More Lies. And uh, I'm not lying when I tell you that's all the music you've heard thus far on my friend's place here on WGUT. Before we get into new music, I like to do a segment on the show each and every week called Angry Old Man Shakes Fist at Clouds. And last week really broke down this uh, stupid injury, uh, pathetic injury actually, where I was uh, looking for a headphone that fell underneath my car seat. And I'm stretching out and as I'm doing that, I put all my weight on my left rib and pop, it goes and uh, here I am. Two weeks later, and it is uh, still hurting quite bad. And um, according to uh, my doctor, uh, Dr. Wiki, I believe what I did is I might have uh, tore or pulled uh, these things called the intercostal muscles, which I had never heard of, but apparently uh, they are the name of the muscles that are attached to your ribs. So um, there you go. That was a uh, kind of a callback. Um, what I was shaking my fist at last week, uh, the fact that I'm kind of dumb, and also the fact that I'm clearly getting very old to get hurt so uh, badly doing something so uh, benign, basically. But uh, I have a small follow-up. It's not really technically um, an angry old man shakes fist, but uh, I do want to tell you a real quick story um, that is also kind of around Planet Fitness, where you know that's where I. Uh, was uh, leaving from last week when I wound up basically more or less breaking my rib. Um, so this week I have this uh, story about this little tiny key fob uh, for Planet Fitness. And it actually attaches to uh, a key ring. And about a month ago uh, the hole broke and so now I have to carry the fob around with me. Any single or every single time I want to go to uh, the gym at Planet Fitness to work out um, so I can scan it. Now I could, uh, I definitely could ask for a new one. Uh, they are free of charge and I would no longer have this issue to deal with, but I enjoy playing this uh, little sadistic game um, where I'm trying to test my abilities as to how long I can actually keep up with the uh, uh, tiny key fob without losing it. And there have been multiple close calls. I won't go into depth about those, but um, let's just say I, I've, I've been doing this for a month. And um, basically getting ready um, to go to uh, Planet Fitness. So I obviously need my um, key fob because I'm going to go there, uh, walk on a treadmill, and watch some HBO. And uh, I'm going to call that a workout. Uh, yeah, definitely a cramo workout. So uh, I realize as I'm uh, about to pull out of my driveway that the little fob um, is not in my center console of my car, uh, the place where I pretty much always put it. But then it occurs to me that um, 
it is possible that it fell out of my pocket, reminiscent to what happened last week with my uh, headphone. But uh, that means I'm basically going to have to look under the seat again. So flashback to uh, exactly one week ago um, when this happened, where I basically got that nasty rib injury uh, from looking under the seat for something that fell under it, my, my headphones. And uh, I'm not religious, but this is clearly a case. I'm thinking that uh, this has got to be a sign from God to test if I actually learned anything at all from the mistakes I made uh, last week, which um, more or less looking back on it, the mistake I made was that when I didn't see the headphone underneath the seat, I should have just gone home and waited and gone back out and been patient. So. I guess I learned a little bit of patience this week. Um, so I'm looking under the seat and uh, I'm like, man, this is exactly how I got hurt really bad last week. And I'm like, okay, not today, Satan. And this is pretty much why I show uh, a pretty tremendous growth as a human being because at this point in my mind, I make a declaration. I will look under my seat, but... If I don't see it with my eyes, then that is the end of the mission and the end of this game on how long I can go without uh, losing my key fob before having to ask for a new one from the front desk at Planet Fitness. I get out of my car and gingerly, because I'm still hurt pretty badly uh, from my rib injury last week, I'm going to drop down to one knee. I'm hoping I see the fob. Otherwise, I've made this deal with God that I am going to give up and um, not worry about it. Now then, uh, glistening uh, like a angel in white underneath my seat, I see my Planet Fitness key fob tightly wedged between the right side of the driver's side seat and the middle console, and I think, hallelujah. And I actually found it, the story is longer than the actual uh, search, but I found it in about a minute. And the good news is I didn't injure my right rib or my left rib, didn't break anything, no injuries this time. Um, so I'm feeling quite full of myself and just how great my organization skills must be improving so that there were no issues finding this uh, you know, little key fob. Um, even though I didn't really have like a great idea where it was. And um, then, so I'm pulling out, and I'm about halfway to Planet Fitness, or I don't know, maybe a third of the way to Planet Fitness, and then all of a sudden I realize I don't have my uh, headphones with me, which is going to kind of be a problem watching HBO on the TV, or actually on my device at the gym, so mm, got to do a U-turn, go home and pick them up, and there you go, that's Key Fob Story for this week, lit. Let's get into uh, new music, and we're going to start off with a group called Snooper, and a song title is Fitness. Thanks for listening to My Friend's Place.
I got best poser uh, down at the Louisiana Championships, and it is real important because your presentation as you as you are posing, you know, can help you to win or lose, you know, depending upon how well you do it. Your workouts now. What do you try to work on? Uh, what's your schedule? How many times a week do you work out? I, I know it takes a lot of work to get where you are. Yes, sir. It's usually uh, four days a week and about an hour, hour and a half each day. I, you know, I try to go real fast through the workouts and not a lot of resting and everything. After releasing his highest charting record yet, Born Hot, Chris Farron went straight back to the studio with expectations of topping his past accolades with his next album, Doomsinger. It would be easy for Chris to make another amazing album that his piggy little fans would lap up like dog food. All he had to do was stick to that classic Farron formula. But Chris had other ideas in mind. Not content to rest on his laurels, Chris searched for ways to elevate his sound. Nothing was coming to mind until Chris found himself at a drum set store. There, he had an epiphany, and it started with the letter D. Now, with the record finished, Chris had another uphill battle, how to properly announce the evolution of his sound. Chris and his team decided to reveal this news in the form of a music video. But not just a normal music video, but a music video that broke all the rules. More specifically, the rule of never showing the behind the scenes of your video inside the actual video. The video proved to not only be rule-breaking, but also groundbreaking. Here is an excerpt of that music video.
Treasure and rainy days, so many days I shed. But I believe there's better days ahead. Nothing a rush, but I won't wait instead. I'm giving thanks and praises for my daily bread. I'm feeling up, up, up. Judge a blessing, fill the cup, up, up. So every day we show it love, up, up. Cause love will never fail. Aye, that's how we feel it, really. Up, up, up. Judge a blessing, fill the Up, 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 up
a little bit of reggae there from uh, Iotosh with uh, Fill My Cup. And thank you for listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, you heard uh, Snooper with Fitness. Uh, then it was new music from Chris Farron, Cosmic Leash. After that, you had Man on Man with Showgirls. Uh, then you heard new music from Nation of Language, Stumbling Still. And then after that, you had a Royzen Murphy with the Universe. And that catches you up to everything you've heard on the show this week. And before... We get into uh, more new music. I want to introduce a brand new uh, segment that I want to do here. Um, not every week, but maybe every couple of weeks. And I'm going to call it the Sixth Street Squad. And my idea here is that um, I want to do kind of the community radio version, uh, low-tech version of uh, the Nextdoor app, uh, which kind of allows you to uh, basically gossip about your... Uh, people in your neighborhood and um, in your community. I'm going to do something like that without like the gossip and hopefully a lot less of the racism that's also in that app and really want to highlight the greatness of where I live in Gainesville which is on 6th Street. Um, so here you go. This is your very first 6th Street update um, May 24th here uh, 2023 and first up we've got a Dead animal alert. Uh, so, uh, for people that are really interested in taxidermy, there is a dead possum, and you can find that right now on uh, at the sidewalk uh, on Sixth Street, right around um, Northwest 30th Avenue, where that small like uh, new condominium complex is. Now, I first noticed uh, the decomposing animal when I almost ran over it, uh, as I was kind of daydreaming while I was riding uh, my bike early Saturday morning. Uh, there's not many cars, so you're not really paying that much attention to the time of day, and almost I uh, went squish uh, right through that possum. But uh, I would say, unfortunately, uh, for the taxidermist in the listening audience, uh, the crows uh, right now are really picking through the carcass and leaving it bare. But um, I think there are still some remains left if you are thinking about checking it out on 6th Street. Also, we've got big paving news uh, for 6th Street. Let's start off uh, first with the parking lot over at um, the Plasma Center uh, Shopping Center. That's kind of redundant. The shopping center where the Plasma Donation Center is because the Plasma Lounge means something else to people that went to Simons. But uh, there you go, it is the one that's on the corner of 6th Street and University Avenue. And kind of out of nowhere, out of the blue, about two weeks ago, they totally fenced off half of the uh, property, the parking lot, uh, the part that's close to the university. I really wasn't sure at all what um, their plan was going to be, but it does look like, um, as I've driven past there many times, that they dug up the parking lot uh, basically to work on the pipes underneath the parking lot. And I'm guessing there were probably like stormwater drainage issues. Um, however, the uh, construction there um, at that uh, parking lot that services the uh, blood plasma center, it appears complete. And that temporary fence has been removed. Um, talking of construction, uh, contrast that with the Eight plus weeks it took them to install that traffic light on Southwest 13th and 14th Avenue. That was a topic of conversation earlier this year on my friend's plays. Anyway, um, 
it is great news that that parking lot is back open because uh, I like to park there when I get takeout at a very well-known uh, Caribbean restaurant on University Avenue that I will not mention their name because they are not underwriters. So shout out to anyone that wants to be an underwriter. Contact us at the station. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of paving news, we have more. Um, Axe Quick Stop, which is located at the internet section of 23rd and 6th. Um, behind, uh, really close to where the old classic Skeeters location was. Um, they've got really exciting news going on um, because they have a brand new resurfaced parking lot. And I've got to say, my favorite thing about Axe Quick Stop, which used to be Pat's Quick Stop, is that uh, this one little thing that makes me laugh. And that is the fact that they absolutely have at least appears to me, no, like, regular operating hours. Some days, Axe is open. Some days, it's closed. Usually, Sundays is closed. Um, other days, it's open part of the day and closed part of the day, which, um, uh, that makes me laugh for some reason. But anyway, um, Axe Quick Stop on uh, 6th Street. Brand new uh, parking lot, so you might want to go over there and check that out. And a really huge parking uh or paving news rather, uh, for 6th Street. They finally uh, did something about the pothole, which is next to, or was next to Habitat for Humanity, uh, that, that store that they run that used to be an ABC liquor store um, across the way from uh, the uh, vacuum store that does like the puns on the billboard and like mostly dumb stuff, occasionally racist stuff, but uh, I think you kind of figure out where, where that pothole is. But uh, I've been driving over, or not driving over, I've been swerving out of the way of this pothole for at least two or three months. Um, so it's right there. Um, like I said, right next to the Habitat for Humanity building. And in order to get around it, you would actually have to, to leave the left lane. So basically you have to drive on the right lane. Um, but they finally got that fixed. And, and instead of just uh, filling the pothole, they actually resurfaced about 20 feet of the road leading into the left lane uh, for 23rd. Uh, maybe the city, I guess, did they cut a deal with um, whoever's repaving uh, the Axe parking lot uh, convenience store and uh, gave them like a good deal, um, perhaps. But uh, there you go. You don't have to swerve into the right lane to avoid uh, that pothole on 6th Street by Habitat for Humanity. Great news! Um, also, we are uh, not paving news, but we've got uh, gas station news. And in particular, on Stick Street, uh, we finally um, have news about the Gators Garage. Uh, the gas station slash auto repair shop has been closed for uh, quite some time, uh, but they've been working on that property for a couple of months. Uh, renovating and removing like the gas pumps and a lot of the old stuff over there that I'm sure is probably pretty toxic but maybe has uh, a resale value. Uh, they've been doing that for a couple of months but um, now it looks like it's getting close to completion because they've got these brand new large ground to ceiling windows installed uh, throughout the building. I'm not sure at all what the new business is going to be um, but it does look very much like uh, every single repurposed uh, cell phone service company building in Gainesville. 
including one nearby, which what used to be that Pizzoli's over on 13th Street, which is now, I believe, a Verizon. So I'm rooting that it's not another cell phone shop, but um, yeah, what can you do if it is? But uh, um, and there you go. Um, if you want to be a part of the 6th Street Squad, I hit us up on uh, WGOT.org over on uh, Facebook at the WGOT site, and you can uh, be a real-life correspondent and help uh, keep the community up-to-date with uh, all the cool stuff that's happening on 6th Avenue. Uh, speaking of cool, I really think this is a cool remix of classic song from New Order. Uh, the remixer is Curd Maverick, the group is New Order, the song is Blue Monday, and you're going to get the Vandalism remix of that one, uh, which does a really good job of updating it for 2020. And, but also keeping the stuff that uh, makes it one of the all-time great dance songs. So here you go. Uh, this is the Vandalism remix of Blue Monday here on My Friends Place.
does it feel to treat me like you do when you laid your hands on me and told me who you are?
right, that is uh, Debbie Friday with Hot Love on a very hot edition of My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, leading off that set, you had a uh, edit, remix, whatever you want to call it, um, of New Order's Blue Monday uh, from Kurt Maverick, and you heard the vandalism remix of that one. Uh, then after that, you had Mandy with Drag uh, Crashed. Uh, then after that was Wicked Face Springs Eternal, uh, that song titles Farm. And then it was Gouge Away with uh, Idolized. And there you go. You are uh, completely caught up to uh, kind of a rock-based um, set there. A little bit unusual, but not totally out of the ordinary for my friend's place. Before we get into our final music set of the day, I uh, do want to do some television and movie reviews. This week I'm going to do a movie. And what I have started to do is go back into history, like in a time machine, uh, mostly to the 1970s, looking for movies I've never seen before that have a lot of critical acclaim um, that people seem to love, and for whatever reason, I've never seen them. So I began uh, this quest, I guess I'll uh, call it a quest, uh, watching some of the 1970s movies from uh, Robert Altman, one of our all-time great directors. Um, and I'd only really seen his stuff starting in the 90s with um, shortcuts and uh, prep de porte but uh went back watched a lot of his films and i may wind up doing like a show about that uh somewhere down the line after i've caught up with all his 70s movies but in one of his movies um there was actually a cameo from uh one arnold schwarzenegger and i was really kind of surprised to see that because i thought that arnold schwarzenegger his first movie uh, was that Hercules? I don't know if you are familiar with it, but basically he did her Hercules movie. Uh, they had to redub. They didn't like his accent. And then from there, I thought he went on to do Pumping Iron, but it turns out he did not. There is a movie uh, that he's actually quite featured in, not just like a cameo, um, that takes place in between Hercules and um, Pumping Iron, and it's called Stay Hungry from 1976. And I gotta tell you, um, in an internet world, this is kind of the textbook definition of a quote-unquote lost movie. And also kind of a good movie trivia question because uh, Stay Hungry, the movie I watched, is the only Golden Globe Arnold Schwarzenegger ever won in a category that actually no longer exists today uh, for Best Actor Debut, despite the fact, as I mentioned a second ago, uh, it was actually um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's fourth movie, uh, like I said, including the you know, infamous uh, redubbed Hercules. So, uh, what the hell is this movie? Because um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a megastar, and I thought I had seen all of this, you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s movies. Um, so here you go. Stay Hungry? It is an R-rated uh, 1970s comedy about uh, class relations. Set in, of all places, for a Hollywood movie, uh, the great Birmingham, Alabama. And I think you might actually consider, uh, there used to be this um, genre uh, going back to the 50s, 60s, 70s, kind of end in the 80s, called screwball comedy. And it is kind of a screwball comedy in some ways. So how about, though, uh, for this lineup, your lead actors going back uh, to 1976. So here we go. You've got a very hot 26-year-old Jeff Bridges, uh, one of my favorite actors. And you know, just last year, talked about his great uh, TV show, uh, The Old Man. Uh, well, he wasn't old in this movie. And then, on top of a very hot 26-year-old Jeff Bridges, you've also got a very hot 
29-year-old Sally Field. And it turns out that Stay Hungry was her first big movie. And it came out pretty much right before she blew up uh, and Smokey and the Bandit. And she has been like a childhood crush going all the way back to Smokey and the Bandit. Because uh, I love, you know, um, her personality and that, like, beautiful girl next door uh, type persona. And she had that for sure uh, in the 70s. And then, um, so you've got Sally Field, you got Jeff Bridges, and... Um, now you've also got a 28-year-old uh, and surprisingly like cute Arnold Schwarzenegger. I never really thought of him like as a cute guy. Um, and this is one year before he did Pumping Iron, by the way. Um, but yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it turns out, was actually kind of a, a cute guy in his 20s. Then you've got a 28-year-old makeup-free Robert England. So. I'll give you about 15 seconds to see if you recognize that name. I'm going to predict about 10% of the people listening to uh, my friend's place know Robert England because he's Freddy Krueger. And again, here's another movie in 1976 where he's not in makeup and uh, not a bad looking dude. Uh, and this is his big movie debut too. So incredible lead cast. And then later on in the movie... Um, you have cameos dropping in like Scatman Crothers, who I love, and Ed Begley Jr., and uh, TC from one of my favorite childhood television shows, Magnum P.I. Uh, but they all, they all had pretty small roles. Um, I think, though, at this point, I do need to note that uh, Stay Hungry, the movie I'm reviewing and trying to get you to watch, isn't necessarily a good movie. Um, but it's also not a bad movie. What it is, though... Um, especially for my pop culture people out there, it is an amazing Hollywood time capsule uh, full of plenty of like really fun and delightful uh, movie moments. Even though, like I said, the movie overall isn't the best. Um, you know? And all kinds of crazy ideas in this. Let, let's start with the first one. At the center of this movie, you basically have a Sally Field, Jeff Bridges, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Thruple. And if you're not sure what a thruple is, it's basically a couple with three people. I guess that kind of explains it. So, uh, I mean, why not? It's the 70s. It's the swinging 70s. Uh, then, another thing that was really enjoyable, you have Sally Field and Jeff Bridges. Again, both beautiful people slalom skiing together. Uh, and I'm assuming there are no stunt doubles because they're doing some pretty good close-ups of both the actors. So, uh, how about that? Uh, for a fun movie. Then you've got Jeff Bridges square dancing. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger in this country band playing a fiddle. I mean, all the stuff makes absolutely no sense on its own, but um, it's fun in this movie. Uh, then, you know, nudity-wise, it's an R-rated movie, so you've actually got Sally Fields' um, actual naked butt because uh, she turns around, and I don't think they had much CGI then, so it had to be her actual butt. And, of course... You know, before the movie's over, you've got a ripped Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, doing a bodybuilding contest on stage in, of course, Birmingham, Alabama, of all places. Um, I'd say in addition to being a lost movie, or, well, at least as lost as a movie that is streaming for free on a free app called Tubi can still be considered lost, uh, say Hungry is fun even though like i said the screenplay is 
pretty much a mess. Uh, it's based off of a novel and um, watching the movie didn't necessarily make me want to go out and read the novel. So uh, there you go. I mean, you really have to see this movie. Um, number one, if you're poor and you have to use the free services, because like I said, you can watch it for free. But if you're a big Arnold fan, you definitely have to check this movie out because it is his um, second major role in a movie and he's great in it. I mean, he's very Arnold. He's funny. He's, you can see why um, the camera kind of latched onto him as a bodybuilder in the 70s. And of course, you know, there are a lot worse ways uh, to spend, you know, 100 minutes than this 70s, I'll call it kind of a rom-com. Uh, starring two beautiful people, uh, Jeff Bridges and Sally Field, who, of course, went on to huge things after this movie. And they make a pretty good couple. Um, but there you go. Uh, that is your up-to-date review on the 1976 movie, uh, Stay Hungry. And like I mentioned, um, if you're interested in watching it all, it's on Tubi for free. Of course, for free means you have to sit through ads. But... Uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you are into like Hollywood history and 70s movies. So uh, anyway, let's get into new music here and let's do uh, Girl Ray with Up. Thanks for listening to My Friend's Place.
Then I'll rip it out my chest Then I'll rip it out my head Cause we were the best
Okay, that is the uh, second time you've heard Wombo a slap here on my friend's place. And thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. Uh, what else did you just hear? Well, leading things off, you had Girl Ray up. Then it was Milena's with Bang. After that, a uh, remix of Interpol's Big Shot City. Uh, the Micaiah McCraven interpolation of that. And then it was Hot Wax with Rip It Out. And there you go. You are uh, pretty much up to date on everything you've heard today on the show. Before we move into the closing track and hand things over to the next uh, great DJ, uh, let's do a little bit of a housekeeping around here. And first, and most importantly, a quick reminder that WGOT is on Patreon. Uh, you can join up dollar a month more if you have it available. Uh, we're pretty easy to find at patreon.com. Search for WGOT. All of my shows are pretty much available free uh, anytime you want to listen to them. If you just search for Cramla uh, radio shows, which include my friend's place and my house and techno show, uh, Cramla mix show, easy to find. I'm still, as of uh, right now in 2023, the only Cramla in the world. So if you can spell it, uh, you can find me easy if you want to uh, stream, download, or listen to any of my old shows. Also, uh, coming up in the very near future, uh, June 11th, uh, Sunday, uh, at 10 a.m., we're going to be having an open house for WGOT. Really want to get a new wave of volunteers involved, whether it is working behind the scenes or uh, in front of the microphone, um, which you might have an opportunity to do, as there will be an open house plus a live show going on that Sunday morning. Uh, so consider joining us for that, um, even if you just want to come hang out. Uh, listening to Fred DJ is always fun, and I'll be there as well. I may be playing a couple of tunes. I don't quite have the format completely worked out. Uh, and of course, as always, WGOT has an online presence, most notably at Facebook. If you want to give our page a like and follow us, kind of keep up to date with the most information about the channel, as well as other random dumb memes. And then uh, we got a, uh, not a Facebook page, a regular old-fashioned web page through WGOT.org. Uh, that page is really useful for streaming if you want information on how to listen to the station when you're out of the antenna signal range. So there you go. That is everything I wanted to tell you about... Um, WGOT, and just again, want to keep emphasizing uh, money, money, money. And the way to do that right now is $1 a month on Patreon. Before I head out, we do have our closing track this week. And it really didn't start out this way, but for whatever reason, this week on the show, it's kind of had like an alternative rock type feel uh, more than I would normally play um, during uh, a regular uh, my friend's place, but you know, sometimes you, things don't go exactly how you're thinking they will. So it just kind of seemed uh, proper to end this week with a kind of an alternative rock song. Uh, I'm going to close this one out. Uh, he, this closing track from Civic uh, called Chase the Dragon. And by the way, never chase the dragon. Uh, friendly warning there. But uh, anyway, here's Civic, Chase the Dragon. I'm out. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.
to drag out.